Hello and welcome to The Coworking Club, a podcast for female business owners who want to work for themselves, not by themselves. I'm your host Jessica Berry and each week I'll be chatting to a new guest all about the realities of running your own business, sharing tips and tricks for dealing with the loneliness and isolation that comes with working from home, as well as discussing the benefits of building community through co-working. So what are you waiting for? Come and join the club. Hello and welcome back to the very first episode of the Coworking Club in 2022. I'm so happy to have you joining me and I would wish you a happy new year but it's going to be the 17th of January when this episode goes live so I think I might have missed the bandwagon on that but I hope you're having a great start to the year. I hope that you are taking things at your own pace and easing yourself back into the new year gently. That is definitely what I've been doing and I've spent the last week suffering from a cold <laughs> so I've been putting off recording this podcast because you don't need to hear me sounding all nasally and sniffly so hopefully things aren't too bad now. I do feel as though I'm coming out of the other side and ready to get back into all things podcasting. Before we dive into today's episode I did just want to open with a little announcement to let you know that the doors to the online club are going to be reopening for the first time in 2022 on Monday the 24th of January which is one week from now if you're listening to this episode on the day that it goes live and if you don't know what the online club is then it is a supportive online community for female business owners and freelancers who want to wave goodbye to the loneliness and isolation that comes with working from home. So if you want to add more connection into your working weeks in 2022 and be part of a really tight-knit and intimate community of like-minded women then the online club is for you. You can find out all of the details over on our website if you do want to learn more and if you are interested in signing up then I highly recommend getting yourself on the wait list as that is where you're going to find out all the details first and even have exclusive access to the limited number of spaces available that we have on this intake. I really do believe that the online club community is an extremely special one. I've had so much amazing feedback from our lovely, lovely members and I'm just excited to grow this community in 2022 and welcome even more amazing female business owners into the club. Announcement over and back to the episode and today I'm going to be chatting all about five simple ways to add more connection into your working week. Lots of business owners and work from homers that I chat to seem to think that connecting with others is kind of a nice to have or maybe if I get time in my busy day but social interaction is a basic human need and one that we don't get a lot of opportunity to fulfill when we work from home. Often we can find ourselves thinking that that's just the way it is unfortunately and there's not much we can do about it. We've chosen to work from home and so reducing the amount of connection that we have in our working week is just a consequence of that. 
But it really doesn't have to be that way and I'm going to be running through some simple solutions to add more connection back into your days when you work from home that won't take up too much of your time but will have a really positive impact on your well-being and just your general happiness levels. So tip number one is to work outside of the house at least once a week. I think working from home over the past couple of years, many of us, myself included, will probably have gotten into a bit of a rut with our working routines. Many of us have probably fallen into a very monotonous way of working where, you know, we just get up and crack on day after day. We don't get out very much. We don't socialize. And, you know, that's just the way that it has been. For much of this time, we've been living under restrictions where we couldn't leave the house and couldn't meet people. But as that is starting to shift now, I think it is really important to think about other ways of working, which might help to bring in a little bit more social connection and just mean that you're able to get out of the house, have a change of scenery and just shake things up. Pre-pandemic you would probably find me out and about two to three days a week and it really just helped to add that variety into my life and I found that that really made me value the days when I was at home and I'd see those as days where I could really kind of go inwards and focus on those deep tasks that need a lot of concentration and more quiet time and when I was out and about that would really just fill up my cup I found you know I'd be able to get through my admin I'd be able to do some social planning Changing up my scenery and being in a bustling environment really helped me with that creativity and I think a lot of us are probably missing out on that now, you know, we are very often within the same four walls, we're not getting out and seeing as much day to day so our creativity and inspiration is lacking and if you feel that way, really do make that a priority to try and get out at least once a week so that could be taking a trip to a coffee shop I absolutely love doing this for a couple of hours, you know, grabbing my iced caramel latte, maybe treating myself to an almond croissant. I usually like to get a window seat so I can do some people watching. And even if I'm not quite as productive as I might be if I was at home with no distractions, it provides value in a very different way. Even if I'm not meeting anyone, I'm just going to work in a coffee shop by myself, I still very much feel part of something, you know, I can see other people going about their days, other people working in a similar position to me, and it just helps to give you that bit of contact with the outside world, and just remind yourself, you know, that there is more to life than being stuck inside your own house for five days a week. If you haven't given coffee shop work in a go before, I really do recommend it. I know some people can be a little bit apprehensive about it, you know, whether certain coffee shops are on board with having people working or how long can you stay there, you know, what's the social etiquette, but just ask, honestly, just go into a coffee shop, when you're going up to get your drink, ask if it's okay. Certain places that I go have certain kind of house rules and they have flyers up around the place, so you know, they'll say, um, laptops on certain tables or during certain times so it's really just familiarizing yourself with that and once you've done it a couple of times honestly I'm pretty sure you'll be hooked. So as well as coffee shops there's also co-working spaces which are obviously much more geared up for workers but again it's about finding one that works for you. Lots of co-working spaces have very different vibes so I think it's about trying them out and finding one which works for you. 
You could also head over to a friend or a family member's house if they work from home. You know, you could even work in separate rooms just so that you can stay focused and concentrate. But it's having that option to, you know, meet for a coffee break for 10 or 15 minutes or being able to have lunch together. It's adding those little moments of interaction into your day, which are so, so meaningful. And sometimes we forget to prioritize. And the next time you are booking in a meeting with a client, If that client happens to be local, what about suggesting an in-person meeting instead of a virtual one? And I know that it can take a little bit more time out of your day in terms of getting to and from the location where you are hosting the meeting, but it's just so, so valuable to actually, you know, be able to break up those virtual meetings with some face-to-face ones and add that interaction back into our days. It's not always thinking about what is the most convenient or efficient option, but actually thinking about what is going to make me feel happier and more positive within my day. And a lot of the time, social connection can do that for you. Moving on to tip number two, and that is to utilize your lunch break for connection. I know many, many business owners who do not take a regular lunch break. So step number one is to make sure you're actually planning in a lunch break every single day. I have it blocked out on my calendar. So from half 12 to two, I have blocked out and that's when I go for a walk and I also have my lunch away from my desk. So just having that blocked out means that no one can put in meetings with me. I'm not tempted to put in meetings also. And I know that I have that time set aside within my day so I can really prioritize on just taking that time for me and focusing on my own well-being. And having that good chunk of time set aside means that you're really able to make the most of it. So you could organise a midweek lunch date with a friend or a family member or a business friend. And taking that time away from your desk to enjoy some lunch, to chat and catch up with a friend, I guarantee that that will be such a boost in your day that when you get back to your desk, you will find that you're so much more productive, so much more creative and motivated to actually get back to work. If organising a lunch date sounds a little bit out of stretch and maybe you want to start with something smaller, how about ringing a friend or a family member over your lunch break and just having a good old catch up? And maybe you could also tie this in with something like a daily walk. So when you head out for a walk around the park, you also pick up the phone and give a friend a ring and check in and see how they're doing. You could also use voice notes if you're not a big fan of calls, but I do think prioritising these vocal forms of connection are really important because it does allow you to kind of forge that deeper connection rather than something like messaging, for example. If you're someone who can spend hours on the phone, then doing this during your lunch break also gives you a bit of a time limit so that you can do your catching up, but then also go back to work feeling that level of fulfilment. So on to tip number three, and that is to choose group scenarios instead of solo ones. And for this, I'm thinking about those times where maybe you head to the gym and you're just going to go and focus on your own session. Maybe you're going to lift some weights or go on the treadmill. But what about if instead you chose to do a group workout class? When I'm in the habit of going to the gym regularly, which let me just tell you is not at the moment, not yet been to the gym in 2022 but that is going to change very shortly 
but when I do I always do group workout classes so I do circuit training and it's not even that I have developed any meaningful connections or friendships but it's the action of seeing the same people at the same class every week it's the level of familiarity and just recognizing one another maybe I'll have a little chat here and there and it's just a really nice thing to add into your day when you're working from home by yourself just to go along to a group class, feel like you're doing something together, um, working towards something with other like-minded people and maybe have a bit of a chat and a bit of an interaction and that can really just help to boost your day. So it's just something to think about if you do have something where you could switch a solo scenario for a group one instead, maybe it's a yoga class, maybe it's a running club, you know, have a think if there's anything where you could switch that out and it's an opportunity to add a little bit more connection. Tip number four is to organise a co-working session. So this could be virtually or in person. You could just try getting together a couple of friends that you know who work from home or maybe a few business pals that you've made. Put together a Zoom call and hop on it and you just simply need to, you know, show what you're going to be working on and a great chance to add that accountability and a bit of company into your day. And the bonus of this is that you get to work and you get to chat as well. It's not that you're sacrificing any part of your working day and that you're not going to be able to get as much done. You actually have the option to add in that work and that chatter as well. And lots of people I speak to are worried about it being too distracting. And especially if you're getting together with friends, maybe you're worried that all you're going to do is talk and you're not actually going to end up getting any work done. And in that scenario, I would say maybe just putting a few boundaries in place, putting a few kind of house rules for your co-working session. So what we do in the online club is that we jump on the Zoom call. We just have a little bit of a chat to get started, have a bit of a catch up, you know, ask how your day's going, how your weekend was. And then we go around and share what tasks we are planning to work on within the session And then we all get to work and I set a timer for 40 minutes so that we have 40 minutes of uninterrupted work time so that we can really focus and concentrate. And I just ask that if anyone has a question or anything to say during that time, that they just use the chat box instead of speaking out loud and kind of disrupting everyone else's flow. Then at the end of the 40 minutes, we take a 10 minute break. And in that time, you know, we can go grab a drink, use the loo (laughs) whatever we need to do but we also just have a bit of a chat see how our work is going you know chat about last night's tv whatever we feel like basically but it just really gives us that window of time for having a good old chat and a natter before we get back into another work burst of 40 minutes and before we end the session we always wrap up by coming back together and sharing what we managed to get done and that just helps to add that layer of accountability to making happen what you said you're going to make happen in the session so yeah if you're worried about things getting a bit out of hand and it just ended up being a day of chatting then maybe just put some of those boundaries in place but honestly I can't recommend co-working enough I absolutely love both in person and virtually I think they offer two very different things but 
Lots of our members within the online club say that our co-working sessions are actually the most productive hours that they have within the week. So just know that it can actually be beneficial to your working day. It's not just that you are prioritising catching up with a friend. It can actually increase motivation and productivity levels as well. And my fifth and final point is to join a community of like-minded people. And with the doors to the online club reopening soon, I obviously had to mention this one, but we are ready and waiting to welcome you with open arms into the club. And it's such an easy way to add more connection into your working days and really feel like you are part of that supportive and encouraging community. Not only do we have the co-working calls, but we also have lots of social calls, which are great for adding connection back into your working week and often are the things that we miss out the most when we start to work from home. So we have things like Friday Fizz after work drinks once a month, which is just a great way to celebrate your wins from the week and wind down into the weekend with your fellow co-working club members. We also have our Natter and Network calls, which are great for building connections one-on-one with our fellow co-working club members. And our Slack channel is an amazing way to add a real boost of social interaction into your day without taking up a lot of time or effort. You can simply dip in and out of the conversations as you please. There's so much going on there from members asking for advice and support, you know, troubleshooting any issues that they have. We chat about TV, podcasts, books, you know, there's so much that goes on within the Slack channel and it really is just an opportunity to put all of those kind of water cooler moments that we miss so much when we're not in an office environment. So if you do want to join a ready-made community who are ready and waiting to welcome you with open arms, then definitely look into joining the online club. As I said before, all of the details can be found in the show notes, including the link to join the waitlist, which I definitely recommend you doing if you are interested. So that rounds off today's episode. I really hope that you found it useful and gave you some inspiration for simple ways to add more connection into your working week. I think this is probably the most I've spoken (laughs) all week, so I'm going to go away and have a little rest now. But thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you back here next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please do subscribe so you keep up to date with all of future episodes. And if you could possibly leave a review, it would really help us in this early stage of launching the podcast. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you back here next Monday.